Ryan, I fucking love you, right? So, so I I had a nap earlier, right? I mean, like a long nap, talking like three hours. Yeah, so I got up off, out of my nap, and I could hear my TV going off. I could hear my TV. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, you know what? It's probably it's probably um uh, I'm a celebs playing or whatever. So I went through in here. My dad is literally sitting on my sofa watching my TV, watching the Boris Johnson debate, eating my prawn crackers. Hello and welcome to the Daft Wednesday podcast with me, George, my co-writer, George. Hello. And Reese. Sup. And our favourite editor, Niall. Right. So, uh, Niall, tell us about the football. Uh, get your potch out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, that's just happened. So, uh, that's breaking news. That. Go on then, tell us what you know about it. Um, Poch and his um, cronies, his entourage, are, are out. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Shit. That's a good way to sum it up. Or at least because Spurs are shit. Whoever likes his fault. It's, it's more because Spurs are shit, to be honest. It's not them. Pochettino will be at. I I I reckon Pochettino will be at Real Madrid before the end of the season. Ooh, ooh, Bayern. Or well, maybe Bayern, but I think more likely Madrid. But wherever he goes, wait, have Bayern actually got a manager? No. Oh well, maybe it'll be a Bayern then. Uh there you go. It depends, it depends if Madrid or a Man, a Man United want to sack their managers right now, and also have to pay. To get rid of him. I mean, wherever he goes, he's going to win stuff. And that's Spurs' is lost, isn't it? Apparently, Redknapp came out and said that um, it was the player's decision to get rid of Poch. They, they basically pushed him out. Really? Yeah, apparently. I really can't... I, I can't actually see that. Like, he's done so much for half the players in that squad. Play, like players like Danny Rose, like he hadn't even got a uh, international cap before Poch, and like when he when he uh, joined the club, he said to Danny Rose that he'd get him in the England team, but he said he was never going to do it as a winger, so he converted him to a left back. And um, there's this great story about how he called Danny Rose into his office, and he basically went, he basically went, oh, we've, we've decided to sell you. And Danny Rose sort of flipped out, and he was like. I can't believe you've done this. You said you were going to get me into the England team and then uh, Poch... I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> exactly like that. And then uh, Poch turned around and went, oh, I'm only kidding, you've got, you've been called up for the England squad. So... It's like such a good story. And now, uh, and now he's come out and said that he wants to run his contract out and not going to sign a new one. Yeah, it's not actually that he doesn't want to sign a new contract. It's more that... Um, uh, the offer for him to sign a new contract isn't on the table and he doesn't want to leave. Well, no, he's not good enough, but, you know. He's I not... wouldn't say that. Danny Rose is quite good. He is good, but he's not he's as good. He's... He's, he's aging a bit, isn't he? Um... You, go back, you go back three, four seasons and I'd have argued he was the best left-back in the league. And now you look and oh. there's easily three, four, maybe even five left-backs that are ahead of him. He's not quite Aaron Cresswell. Was Aaron Cresswell playing three, four seasons ago? Yeah, he was. Aaron Cresswell was playing for England a couple of seasons ago. Oh, well, Danny Rose was ahead of him then. 
There you go. Um, I think, well, I think I, we can all admit we can all admit that it's not. Um, well, no, maybe not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the players' fault, not Poch. It is the players' but fault think, because they're not playing for him. Like, Poch has been one of the best managers you ever had. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Spurs is shit, not not necessarily him. He got us to our first ever Champions League semi-final. He got us to our first ever Champions League final. And I think the, the, the saddest thing is that, yeah, he didn't win us any um, silverware. It's more, I think it's actually more sad for him He's and his legacy. He's a successful manager, what we're trying to say here. <coughs> um, I guess the big thing is, obviously, if the Champions League final had gone differently, it would have been completely different. Yeah, but also, you got like people like... Um, if. If we'd have won it, I reckon the season would have gone pretty much the same, to be fair, because the players would have already <coughs> got what they wanted. I mean, Poch might have already left, to be honest, because he did say that he might leave if he won it. But, um, Although, say, saying that, winning the Champions League doesn't make you safe from your job. No, but yeah, this is what I was going to say. You look at someone like uh, Ranieri, he won the league for Leicester, and then within... Not even half a well, season, Mateo, he was sacked. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's good. That's even better. Well, Di Matteo, yeah, obviously. Well, he was only the caretaker manager, wasn't he? Yeah, but I think Poch is a bit different because obviously Poch would have been there. Obviously, it's been his fifth year with the club. Yeah, he'd done, like, oh, he's in his sixth year. League. He'd done five and a half. He was in sixth year. He, he would have, I think that would have kept him in the job, Champions League. The, because obviously Di Matteo wasn't there long enough, really. Neither was Ranieri, really. Whereas, like, Poch, obviously, he's got that, like, he should have had that backing behind him. I'm just absolutely gutted that they haven't given him the chance. Like, I said this in the the YouTube video that we we made. Like, he built such an incredible team the first time around. So just let him do it again. I don't really feel like the... um, uh... Uh, I've lost train of thought. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, fuck's sake, Hello, Reece. welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I, no, I do that a lot, you know. We know. <laughs> no, the thing is, I, I just don't feel like there's a better replacement. That's the thing. Like, uh, like we'd be a really good replacement. I don't think he'll get the job. Eddie Howe. Okay, so Tottenham apparently have been approaching Eddie Howe, looking to get him to sign and like, you know, but at the moment, like, I don't think he will. Apparently, Allegri's expressed interest in the fact that he wants to join. But again, I I, I don't know. I feel like, so a really horrible part of me feels like the Mourinho thing's already done. Like, I feel I feel like they've already like replaced Poch and they've decided that Mourinho is going to get it. And whilst I think well, Mourinho will definitely win a silverware, <clears throat> he'll be gone within three seasons and he'll fuck us up for the following five after that, yeah. and we'll be nowhere. And I just <clears throat> I don't apart like obviously history shows silverware. Like why play football if you're not going to try and win silverware? But also. If you can build a good squad, that can be good for a long period of time. So that's better than winning one or two trophies. Yeah, I think you're better off going for like a um, 
Like Allegri would be your best option because he's obviously he's not with anyone else at the moment. So obviously you get him for you know really cheap. The thing I don't get is like Allegri is a manager that's going to want investment, right? Uh, I mean Mourinho got sacked at Man U because they didn't give him investment. Pochettino yeah. did two transfer windows without signing anybody. Uh, the one before that, he only signed Lucas Moura. So as, that's three transfer windows with one signing. And he did fantastically. No other manager in the world would have part with that. Honestly, I think um, Eddie Howe is your best, the best option. He's in so well Bournemouth with like, the level of players they have. Mm-mm. And I think you're giving this, the Spurs squad right now... And he'll bring the best out of people like Ben Davis, um, Daddy Ali. He'll bring the best out of again. Harry Kane. Like, I, mean, I, I honestly think, and it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good football to watch. There's some um, some good Bournemouth players <laughs> as well that um, we could really do with nabbing. And maybe if Eddie Howe left, then there'd be a potential for him to take some of those. But then the thing is, if someone like Allegri or Mourinho comes in, that's a a big name manager, and you could almost almost have anyone that you want. Oh, um, obviously, like the rumours last transfer window was Dabala. Like, if Allegri got the job, then you know they've worked together before. Maybe Allegri could swing him, convince him to to join. Maybe get that deal across the line. I don't know. This is all just speculation. Like, it's only just happened. I'm so pissed off to be honest. Like, do you think the manager will be in before the game on the weekend? Well, I think I think the Mourinho thing's done. What do uh, what does Spurs need more than anything right now? What do you mean? Well, talking about Mourinho coming in, you're going to win some silverware probably. And seeing as it's been what four thousand two hundred eighty-seven days since you last won a trophy, that's <laughs> quite, quite important for you. Because silverware, at the end of the day, is what it's all about. I know, but also I, will I get you I, that. I don't, I don't care that much. That I want Mourinho to come in and win me some silver. I, 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 I genuinely would rather have a manager that can build a team for the future that is gonna win us. I, 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 I'm. I've waited. How many days is it? Four thousand. However many, right? Like four thousand two hundred eighty-seven. Thank you. Um, <laughs> like I'm happy to wait a few hundred more. So that we can have a solid team that can actually <laughs> compete for a league or a Champions League again. Like, rather than have Mourinho come in and maybe win us an FA Cup. Like, I mean, at the moment, what it, what I reckon if we get Mourinho, what will happen is we might win the FA Cup this season. I reckon we'll quali- we might qualify for the Europa League and then he'll go for that, right? And then the, the third season, everything goes tits up. And he's out the door, and then we're looking for another manager again. By this point, Pochettino's probably won a bunch of shit with either Bayern Munich or Real Madrid, and it's like, yeah. You have to remember, you may be what fourteenth in the table, but you're not that far off in terms of like fifth. Like the the gap in between, um, just looking at it now, the gap in between fifth and seventeenth. Is only six points. That's a huge, huge, like difference in the table, but a very small amount of points. Yeah, I know. Well, it's like, it's like, it's like very tight all up in that. 
It's like it's like if either West Ham or Spurs win on the weekend, we had the possibility to go um like fifth or sixth. Mm. Like the top four are kind of running around <coughs> a bit, City, Chelsea, Leicester, Liverpool. But everyone else it's sort of just a free ball. Yeah. I mean I it's not it's it's not over by a long shot and Spurs could easily get back into fifth. Maybe if um one of the top four drops off, maybe they can get a Champions League spot. But no, I still, I just, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't think it's the. I still don't feel like it's the right thing to do. In fairness, um, he would like really like dig out some good res- good results, Mourinho. Like if, if you think about it, if if I mean like, if Mourinho is appointed before the game in a weekend, and he's able to implement his tactics, then I reckon Spurs will win that game. Yeah. The, well, the, the big problem, though, isn't just with the manager. It's the fact that, like, obviously last week we did the uh, one player we'd like to sign, right? And I and I obviously only been able to pick one. I picked a wing back. But honestly, we need a right back, a left back, probably a goalkeeper, a centre back, a defensive midfielder, an attacking midfielder, and a backup striker. That's like a ridiculous amount of signings. So... It doesn't matter who the manager is, you have to invest now. It's like what I put in the group chat the other day about like how much better Harry Kane plays for England compared to Spurs. I know you can argue it's worse, it's obviously the teams aren't as good. But like the, the, when he plays for England, he gets hat-tricks almost every other game. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's, hasn't he broken that record <clears throat> for scoring in every single European, um, uh, Euro game like knockout yeah. game well, don't worry, I'm, yeah, actually, yeah. I'm quite impressed by that but I think the hardest opponent that he's faced is Czech Republic mm, Kosovo probably Kosovo, yeah. Kosovo are good Kosovo are good one there, of the yeah. one of the players that Spurs are looking at is the Kosovo striker who plays for Besiktas I can't remember his name he's um, escaped me at this point I've got other things on my mind um, <laughs> but, but yeah we're looking at we're looking at him so, uh, that's a rumour, potentially. I don't know, I'm just... I'm, honestly, I'm just pissed off, I think, mm-hmm. uh, more than anything. I mean, you know, maybe in... Um, maybe by the end of the season, I'll be saying... I'll, I won't be so annoyed, but... Um, right here, right now, I'm, yeah, not not impressed. And the, the fact that, like... Um, I love using Twitter as a good source to back up my arguments. Um, you know, Gary Lineker basically said that uh, he helped us punch like massively above our weight, and he basically said, "Good luck finding a replacement. Ain't go- a better replacement ain't going to happen." Chris Sutton basically just said, "Ridiculous decision." Um, Jermaine Genus said, "Should have backed him, not sacked him." So that's three like fairly well respected people that um, I think he should have stayed. And then uh, Jamie Carragher uh, basically said that he felt like he'd run his course, but he'd been a, a brilliant manager for Spurs and uh, basically he should have been sacked and he sh- he'll probably be back in the Premier League soon. So that's three respected people and Jamie Carragher that said that Pot should have stayed. I would like to see him go back to Southampton and revitalise him. That'd be nice to see. He won't though, will he? 
It won't, but it'll be nice to see. Maybe. It'll be uh, it'll be at Munich or Madrid. It'll probably do both of them, and then uh, I don't know. He, he wants to do. Um, he said he wanted to do. Um, was it Newell Old Boys? Is that how it is that the team? Yeah, Newell Old Boys. He wants he wants to manage them as well. So um, maybe after maybe after Munich and Madrid, but before old boys that uh maybe i'll end up back in the prem but uh, i think i think if this had happened about a month month and a half ago he would have gone united yeah. and when united yeah. were in that really bad form they would uh, as soon as he lost his job they would have like sacked solskjaer themselves and his boy uh potch i mean that'd be really funny if solskjaer gets sacked <coughs> tomorrow morning it wouldn't be so funny if then potch signs but you know well, it's interesting because the the big rumour leading up to obviously the West Ham Spurs game is obviously to that that whoever lost the manager would go. But that was a big rumour I've seen. Like if West Ham lost, Pellegrini's going, and if Spurs had lost, Poch was going. We could see a massive reshuffle in terms of management now, because now Poch has gone, he could then move somewhere else, and another manager moves somewhere else, and you get that sort of chain reaction. Well, the big rumour is we're, we're apparently going to try to pluck. Benitez out of China which I'm not too happy with but I'd be um, quite surprised if that happened you know I wouldn't want him why I, I, I respect him as a manager like obviously he did great things in Newcastle like yeah obviously <laughs> really times but it's just it's the same thing with Pellegrini which like I, I saw someone saying the other day about the fact obviously we signed Pellegrini from China and it's just a bit of a lack of ambition if they've gone to China, yeah, and I'd rather I'd I've obviously like, I've had to, I've advocated for Eddie Howe for Spurs, but I'd I'd much rather West Ham pull their finger out and go okay, rather than getting someone who has only just gone to China, who you know clearly doesn't show that much ambition. It's money though, isn't it? It's all about yeah, money. but I'd, I'd I'd rather us pull our fingers out and bring out bring someone like Howe in. I said money doesn't I mean, show that's ambition. That's a natural progression. It's a natural progression if um. Yeah, for how going from Bournemouth to like an Everton, so that sort of size club. You could also say that Benitez has been there, done that. Done yeah, that. I mean, I, I guess the one thing that gives me a bit of more hope is Valve. He did so well in Newcastle. Hmm. Um, Newcastle fans loved him. Yeah, uh, but it's like, and I guess like if you, obviously we go to West Ham, like there's better um, resources there. He could, you know, push us for top six. But, um, I don't know, I just want someone to play, like, good football. Like, mm. like that's the one thing Pellegrini, like, on the whole, until recently, he's played good football, even yeah. when we've lost. Yeah. So, he's, he's even, like, obviously, like, you know when we went to the Leicester game? Like, it was good football on show, so even though we drew, like, last minute, it was exciting because the football being shown was that good, whereas, obviously, in the past, we've, West Ham had people like Allardyce, <laughs> where you lose, but the football's also shit. Yeah. Um, too bad. That's actually been a massive tangent before we even starting our main topic this week. Yeah, no, it, but it was. I guess it needed to be talked about. Like it's just happened. I guess the fact that I'm a Spurs supporter means that you know we couldn't not talk about it, could we? Um, yeah. I was expecting us to do it later on in the podcast, though. To be honest, but you know that's fine. You asked me um, to talk about football. What do I know? 
<laughs> well, you knew that Poch got sacked, so. So, uh, what's the topic then, George? Well, George, I'm glad you asked. Uh, this week, we're going to be picking um, players from our team, or our teams that we support. Uh, one current player and one uh, legend that uh, we basically just absolutely adore. And we're just going to talk about them because why not? Um, I can't remember. Who's I mean, eating? <laughs> is someone going to be hungry? Eating? Midnight snack? I can't hear you over my uh, crispy M&M's chocolate bar. I have M&M's as well, to be fair. Right now, uh, Niall. If it's so, if so off put, I was just listening to George speak on so I could hear. <laughs> That's all I could hear when George is talking. <laughs> and then uh, we're also going to be doing the Sheffield Wednesday. We got some uh, Sheffield Wednesday news. Um, Big news. Adam, no, that's actually not with who. Well, hope. news. Some very fat, juicy news. And then after Sheffield Wednesday, we're going to do Get in the Bin. Uh, it's my turn this week. Um, and then <clears throat> we're going to do the results, or we're not going to bother. Just, just quickly discuss how England did. And then uh, we're going to discuss how England did. We're not going to go through the rest of the results, because there's a lot of results, and it's not... Because Ireland was shit, and Wales be a shit hungry team. So that's all you need to know. Held up flags. That's quite funny, to be fair, how... Uh... Bell, Bell did. Did you see what Bell did, George? I guess you did, because I put in the chat. Yeah, I put the flag up, which basically said, in order of it, go uh, Wales, Golf, Madrid, or something like that. I'll take my West Ham, if you're going to be going. I'll take him with Spurs. Honestly, I can see that. If Mourinho goes Spurs, he's whipping Bell. That would be fucking amazing. You just Bale and Kane up top, it's uh, like... Just sounds just sounds disgusting. Like my shit But yeah, um, yeah. So we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about England's last two games that have got them uh, qualified for the Euros. And then there's no um, fantasy league this week, so that's that's it. Okay, so let's. Get into the the main topic. Who wants to go Who's first? Starting? Ivan Reese should, as it was his topic. Okay, um, so and you guys have probably already guessed guessed my my picks already. Is my... it cheap? Well, can I guess or can Noel guess? Let Noel guess. No, I can guess. My my legend for Arsenal Football Club. Well, there's only one guy you've banged on about this much and uh, his name is Terry Henry <laughs> <laughs> also known You'd as the cheat wrong because I am picking Nicholas Bentner what uh? <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm joking obviously um, no no I, I uh, uh, you, you've hit You've hit it there, Niall. Um, yes, I'm picking Thierry Henry uh, for my legend. 
Um, kind of goes without saying, really. Um, idol, hero, uh, not for Irish fans, obviously. Um, just <laughs> upsetting for them. I don't really fucking savage. I know. Um, yeah, what well, you, you can't really can't really go wrong with Henri, can you? He he kind of fit into anybody's dream team. Um, whether he's on that, you know, starting lineup or on the bench. Um, the guy, in my opinion anyway, was the best Premier League striker of all time. Well, Rooney's right there, but um, he's up there. No, I still think Henri's better than Rooney. And Henri was in the 2015 film Entourage. He was. Va va boom. I actually don't know why he's in there. He's just in the background walking a dog. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> No other, no, good reasons, just that. I mean, he's not a particularly good manager. Okay, but he's, 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 he's signed for a new one, club. Yeah, he's, he's just signed for an American club, hasn't he? Yeah, Montreal, I think. Yeah, Montreal. Um, to be fair, the Monaco job was a suicide mission anyway. They're already a sinking ship. So, you could say that he's a bad manager. Well, he's only had one team. No. You don't you don't get to find just from that one team, do you? So um, I'm sure he'll he'll keep on keep on trying. Would you at take him at point, Arsenal? No, not right now. But at some point, I wouldn't be surprised if he would if he if he comes to Arsenal. Wait, you, would you you'd rather keep Emery even than your Emery out? <clears throat> I would rather. I'd like to see Emery out, but I wouldn't like to see Henri come in there. Would you take any former okay. Arsenal players as manager right, right now? now. <coughs> I'll take I'll take a Vieira. <coughs> Yeah, He's doing fairly shy at uh, Nice. And then they were at, last time I checked, they were like 13th in the table. Well, it was better than bottom with Monaco. That's true. What about, what about Vieira Arteta? Has a, Vieira has a lot more experience. Arteta hasn't managed a team. I, I can't see him leaving Guardiola. Like, why would he with all the success that he's having? Yeah. He's been linked to Everton. Arteta. I mean, that's one of the big rumours right now, is if Silver goes, he might take the job. Because obviously it would be cheaper than bringing in an actual manager. Monaco seem to have sorted themselves out a little bit. They're now 11th. I mean, it's good they got Jardim again. They've who they shouldn't some, have sacked in the first place. They've got a lot of players on their books. They've got too many players on their books. Yeah, but you know why? It's because they sell them all on. But like bringing so many players and just sell them all on for like, they do like the Chelsea method, like 10, 10 mil, five mil, mm. rack up a fortune. Then there's um uh there's a lot of talent in that squad. To be fair, in the Monaco squad. But hey, hey. Yeah, Henri, um, invincible for Arsenal, um, should have won the Ballon d'Or, but no idea how he hasn't. Um, he's won every trophy in world football. He's won the Euros. He's won the World Cup. He's won the Champions League, FA Cup, um, everything. Premier League. Yeah, quality player. Can't not choose him. Um, and for my current player, it's a bit difficult. Bellerin, Jacker. No brilliant. Um, <laughs> there's, no, there's no one in that current squad that I am like a big, big fan of. David Luiz. I like Bellerin. I like him a lot. I also like Aubameyang. I like Lacazette too, but I think if I you if, you had to, if you had to, I do like Holding. If I had to pick one current player, um, 
I'm still deciding in my head. Honestly, it's, it's a difficult one. Um, I'll probably end up going. I'll probably end up going for Aubameyang, just because he's he is the best player in the team. I thought you'd go for Aubameyang. He's the best. I thought you get better in the team currently. Currently, can you imagine Aubameyang and Henri playing together? Oh, that'd be, that'd oh, be, that'd some, be frightening. That'd be pacey and clinical, and with someone like a Burkamp behind them. Ooh, ooh. What about Mesut Ozil? Santi Cazorla. Oh, Santi Cazorla. I thought you were going to go West Ham, to be fair. What, Santi Cazorla? Yeah, because no. remember when his um, contract no. ran out? Oh, rubbish. Rubbish. No, because I, I was thinking it because obviously Pellegrini was the one they brought him through. You're, you're dreaming is what you're doing. Yeah, to be fair, I'd love Santi Cazorla. Even, even that, I'd take mm. him. Hmm. He's getting into the Spain squad, actually. He, he, scored, scored, he scored for Spain the other day. Oh, he's a legend. No other player yeah. could come back from that sort of injury. I am sad and to let him still go. be good. I'm really sad to let him go. But he was told he was never going to be. He was never going to be able to play football ever again. And now he's doing what he's doing now. It's 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 quite a story. Right, thanks for that. Who's next? <laughs> George, who's your Hello. West Ham legend and who's your current West Ham player that you uh, you love? Bobby Moore. Um, Bobby Moore. Nah, I can't go Bobby Moore. Cause the only reason I can't go Bobby Moore is that I've not seen him play. You get what I mean? And it's going to sound a bit clean. It's going to sound a bit con- like I'm um, hot. Hypocritical because it's a player I'm going to say I actually haven't like seen play live either, but it's about I've seen a lot more clips for this player. Um, and it's not like obviously the only like Bobby Moore things I've seen is like the occasional bit from the '66 World Cup. Um, but yeah, there's like the Bobby Moore's Payet. I was really tempted to say Payet, but the, the true West Ham fan in me was like I can't say that even though he was a, an incredible player when he played for us. You even got like your Trevor Brookins, Julian Dix, Frank Lampard when he was with us. Mm. But I was torn between for former player Joe Cole and Canyo. You know, but Joe Cole, West Ham through and through. He won it all with Chelsea, basically. But I had to go to Canyo because he's so funny. <laughs> so you've literally picked a fucking fascist. He's a, uh, a fascist. His back is covered with a tattoo of fascist imagery, including an eagle, fascist, as in like this bundle of sticks with an axe in it, and a portrait of Mussolini. He's because he's from um, Lazio in Rome. Like he's from that area, which is like Lazio itself is a very racist club. On his right bicep, he's very fascist. He has dogs. As in D-U-X, which means Dutch, as in like Duke, Ilducci, or however you pronounce it, which is uh, about uh, Mussolini. And on his left upper arm, he's got a West Ham tattoo. My guy. Um, to be fair, like, <laughs> I'm going to take out for both, my guy both... and just put it after the, uh, the fascist one. He's a fascist. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> um, no, oh no, you both, can edit both... that in as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's go, both of us going, my guy. Fuck's sake. And this is going to be the bit in the uh, podcast that Noel clips out those two sections and it plays right <coughs> My man. There you go, you can add that in as well. So now you've got me and George going, my guy, and Reese going, my man. After you say, oh, Paolo DiCamio is a fascist. Brilliant. <laughs> Noel no, hasn't got the, uh, the editing skills for that. He has. Right, challenge accepted. He has. I believe in him. It's <laughs> the um, reason I said it. <laughs> challenge accepted. He's a uh, a fascist. My guy. He's a fascist. My guy. <laughs> My man. Oh, he came from Wednesday after a headbutting. He came from Wednesday after he got sacked for a headbutting or a ref. Um, and within four years with us, he scored forty-seven goals. He's West Ham's highest scoring player in the Premier League era. And uh, my mem- one of my main memories of it is like when, Reese, remember when you came around mine and you, me, and Ryan watched the uh, Paolo Di Canio documentary? Yeah. And we were enthralled watching it. Um, no, I think you were. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you were. Oh, I didn't really give a shit. Fucking hell. That's nice. What a friend. What a good friend you are. No, no, I remember the time. I remember you were like you were asking those questions about it. I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, well, it was interesting, but I wasn't like, oh my god, he's amazing. I'm gonna come. He's better than Henri. Imagine the oh pa- Canyo. Imagine what the Canyo did. You've last thrown time. it up in the air now, haven't you? That joking. That, 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 that's deluded. a joke. You know yeah, nothing you about know football. You know nothing about football. Yeah. Right back to last oh, week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually off the record. I'm actually fuming you left that in. That looks so bad. It was funny. It was quite funny. It was very funny. It looks so bad. Um, now back on the record. Um, but obviously the Canyon scored that goal. You know, we all know the one. No, probably doesn't actually. But we all know the goal. The one against Wimbledon. He has but refs. He's he's just a legend, honestly. And in terms of current player, I was torn between three current players. Ooh. Unfortunately, our mate Snodgrass isn't one of those. Um, what? I know, he should have been, but he's not quite up there, even though he's one of my favourite players for West Ham. The three, the three I was torn between was Antonio, Noble and Rice. Well, if um, it's not Noble, then... Yeah. Are gonna be like the amount that you go on about the guy. Yeah, Noble is a legend. No, Noble is my pig because obviously There's, West Ham through through. Um, no, nah, he goes on about Noble more. It's more that I just like sort of like stick up for both of them for like fans of other clubs. Like 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 Rice ones again with England. Actually, I'll discuss this in the England section. The bit I was going to say about Rice. Um. Yeah, like Antonio, Antonio, I love. Like, obviously, there's a lot of like the um social media stuff for West Ham now. Why are you marrying? Um, I probably would. Um, that's not like Antonio's funny. <laughs> but the Martin Noble, obviously, West What's Ham through through. It's a fucking reference to community because oh George God. likes community. So I yeah, know he'll get the I joke. Get reference. <laughs> no. What's wrong with gay? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna get cancelled for that. Yeah. Um, we've Marlow was West Ham's second highest goal scorer in the Premier League era, with forty three goals. Which for mm. 
a defensive midfielder, considering like three, four years he's played West Ham, he played in the Championship, is impressive. Um, I don't know, he's just like, he, he exudes everything about West Ham. Local boy. He's never he's never left the club, even though he, there's probably been times he could have done. And if he, if he had left the club, he probably would have been better for his career. Because, like, let's be honest, if he'd, if he'd gone to any of the top six at any point, he would have gone to the England squad. However, yeah, he's not going to get the England cap. Unless, unless they do one of those ones where like, they just give it to him, just for the sake of it. Um, well, like they gave Rooney one last cap. Yeah. Like, 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 if they're going to do it for anyone, it'd have to be noble, wouldn't it? If they're just going to go, oh, fuck it, you've had a good career. Here's just one cap just for the sake of it. I don't think they will, though. I don't, I don't think Southgate. I think Southgate wouldn't, but I think like if if it'd been like if it'd been previous England managers, they probably would have done. I mean, Southgate, Southgate did it for Rooney. Goes against his thing. Obviously, Southgate thinks uh, Rooney's actually a decent player. Um, I mean, Martin <laughs> was better than Rooney now. Rooney's about to be a player well, manager at Derby, so yeah. No, no, I think it's player coach at Derby. I mean, okay, oh, I guess the difference between a coach and a manager is he just doesn't make all of the decisions, doesn't it? But he's still in yeah. charge of team selection, training, and, you know, all of that stuff. No, no, if he's a coach, he's just there to train the team. What's the difference between a coach and a boss? Uh, you need to size in it. Or oh, one, one, like, private hire. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> oh, Thank you. Well, I thought you were about to actually give us an answer, Niall. No, I don't know. Is, I thought I thought you were going along the lines of what's the difference between a, a, a boat and a ship. Oh, fuck. What's the difference between a boat and a ship? Well, to be honest, ships are normally fucking huge. And oh, boats... I thought some sort of joking is. No, it's just, this is genuine trivia. <clears throat> um, ships are... Ships are like... The big fuck off, but well, no shit, fuck. Um, what is going on? What is going on? What's this tangent we've gone up? Ships are like the big, the big ones, right? And boats are the little ones. That's that's genuinely how it works. So if you were to call like I don't know, um, SS, no wait, SS Pfizer, HMS, I don't know, um. Belfast, for example, uh, a boat. You're being correct because it's a ship because it's big. That's literally it. So it's just going to have to be on a, on a case by case basis. Well, yeah, that's normally how it works. Right. So every time we want to know the difference between a boat and a ship, we have to come to you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, you should and know you... it. You did CCF. What are you on about? Nerd. You a should ship know it. Is a square rigged craft with at least three masts, and a boat isn't masts. Doesn't need a mast, does it? No, doesn't because HMS Belfast doesn't have a mast. Well, yeah, it doesn't have a sail. I like how you stopped yourself mid mid sentence. <laughs> mast. <laughs> right. Um, that's my points on Mark Noble. <laughs> Both of our legend players so far have been um, controversial in their own ways. 
George, though, you do realize you got to keep your guy has to be like really controversial as well. No, no, no. Because obviously Reese's guy is. I'll, I'll find something on him. I don't know who he is yet. For for our legends, Reese's guy's a cheat, and mine's a fascist. So you have to keep up the trend. Well, I don't know if you're going to find anything uh, controversial about my guy because my uh, my guy oh, yeah. is um, <laughs> Raphael Van der Vaart. We'll find something. <laughs> Spell it. I mean, um, the reason I picked him, uh, even though he was only at the club for like three seasons, um, it was one of uh, Spurs' first big signings like in the Red Knapp era. And honestly, he's just an absolute class act. Like, on and off the pitch. Just a, a, a genuine, genuinely nice guy. And he just scored goals for the fun of it. He scored. Uh, he only scored. He's got twenty-four goals in sixty-three appearances. Um, apparently, according to Wikipedia, although I, th- I think it might not. I think it might have been more than that. <coughs> but um, controversial moment. I go found on. One. on New Year's Eve, two thousand twelve, Van der Vaart and his wife separated after he committed domestic abuse. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> I'm going to assume you're laughing because 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 George said we wouldn't find anything, not because he is white. I call him a genuinely nice guy. He's a genuinely nice guy. Well, he's in domestic yeah. abuse. <laughs> no, I don't know he's personally. He's not that nice. I have his phone he's number. Let me bring him up. Wife. Hey, Raphael. He How you doing, mate? Yeah. Aren't you a nice guy? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, no, obviously, Raphael Van der Vaart's not that nice. He domestically abused his wife. And he compared Harry Maguire to a Sunday League footballer. Which can't be that nice. No, uh, he is a Sunday League footballer, really. Um, He's a bit better than that. I reckon, Sorry, I reckon yeah. he played better than you. Okay, can you stop interrupting my Van der Vaart? Point, please. Like, I, uh, he's one of my favourite Spurs players of all time, and uh, I think he was the first, uh, the first Spurs shirt I had. I had his name on the back as well, so he means a lot to me personally. Um, and yeah, okay. I, I just used to, I just, I just really like the guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, he uh, also just, you know, really loved the football club. And I, I think like every every time there's a the, the Tottenham Arsenal, um, you got the London derby coming up, whenever it is, they always show clips. I think he scored in every single one, um, and he absolutely loved scoring against Arsenal. I, you can just, I mean, I, I'm not going to recommend Reese going watching any of these clips because they they might not be good for your health. But um, you could just like you people at home if you go and look. As a neutral, you can just see on his face the absolute delight and just the just the way that he was. He just loved scoring against Arsenal. So no, you know what no, else can you I ask probably, for? I probably won't. I probably won't have an aneurysm when I watch him because you know I watch the whole highlight where we actually win the game. Hmm. <laughs> well, no, he's actually a good darts player as well. I don't think. So fair play to him. He didn't win all of them. Yeah, we're not going to win all of them, are we? Well, there you go then. So, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry about the one or two games where you might have beaten us. 
Just saying, I've been looking for his honours. <clears throat> and uh, he won stuff with Ajax, Hamburg, Real Madrid. I don't think it was Spurs, though. Well, of course not. Oh, interesting. Why? I think that's the only club he was at that he didn't win anything. Oh, no, never mind. He didn't win anything with Betis. Did he win anything <laughs> at um, his... Um, yeah. You know, he wanted to play until he was 40, and the only reason he didn't was because he ended up with a... Uh, well, he got a knee injury that ended his career. So yeah, He started playing darts. <coughs> Best career movies done. Did you know that... Um, I mean, I don't... I mean, Niall talked about um, his uh, relatives on uh, on here before, and I... Uh, I mean, I don't know. He might do in a minute. Who knows? But... Um, so, like... Spoiler alert. Maybe my my granddad actually had uh, tr- trials at Fulham, um, and the only reason he didn't play for Fulham was because his dad told him to go and get a proper job. Because back in those days, obviously, he didn't get paid, and he was also a really good darts player. He uh, used to be doubles partners with uh, Alan Glazier, who, uh, for those of you that don't know darts, is probably one of the best left-handed darts players of all time. Very important that he's left-handed. It is. It's like Lionel Messi. Well, it's very him. important that he's oh, left-footed. They use a uh, left-handed board, don't they? So it's differently. Well, I imagine there's fewer left-handed players than there are right-handed players. There are fewer. Apparently, his um, favourite was triple uh, seventeen. He apparently could hit that every single time. So there you go. Maybe football and darts is fairly closely related. Can you still do it now? Yeah, my granddad's still pretty good at darts. It's not so. Tell me one of the videos on YouTube. Pardon? <laughs> tell me one of the videos on YouTube. He'll play darts with us. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, you want. Nah, you're right. You've got, you've got to go all the way to London, <laughs> but rude. you know. That's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's very rude because I'm sure my granddad would actually be up for that. You know. That's, that's so rude. I'd love, to, I'd love to play darts with him. All right. Well, yeah. Like I said, you've got to go all the way to London to play darts, but you know. Once you get there, you're more than welcome. Um, so I guess I still have to pick who my um, current favourite player is. Could you do that now? I'm a little bit um, torn, to be honest, between two players. Kane. Yeah, because if I didn't say Kane, I think that would be stupid. But also, I mean, because he's, he's so absolutely underappreciated by Spurs supporters. Like... I can't, I can't, like, whenever I see posts about, oh, we always play better without Kane, they fucking piss me off. He's by far our best player. But just because he's my best player, he's our best player, doesn't mean he's necessarily my favourite. He even have a Kane shirt. That's Obviously true. an England shirt. I actually... even have a Kane shirt. I actually don't have a Kane shirt, because I used to get my own name on the back. Um, Are you fucked? After Van der Vaart left. So I used to get Van der Vaart on the back... I had his name on the back of two shirts, and then I had my name on the back, um, and then I didn't put any name on the back the last two years, and the player that I'm torn between, Kane, and this guy is the guy whose name I'm thinking about getting on the shirt. Back, well, actually, I'm, I say I'm thinking about, I'm getting his name on the back of this season's shirt. Does anybody want to take a guess? Is it Ryan Sessignon? Let's sell so. Uh, it's not Sesson Young and it's not the so. Jack Clark. Well, he's not actually played for us. Um, Harry Winks. 
Oh, come on. You literally named three of our four signings. Son. Ah! No! And Dombele. On Dombele. Why did you say it? On Dombele. On Dombele. He doesn't play for you anymore. Huh? Why are you in a Moussa Dembele shirt? Is it Danny Rowe? Moussa Dembele moved to the Chinese side. That shows passion, that does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, he knew. He basically said that he knew he was shit and that he uh, just wanted a big payday before his career ended, which I sort yeah, of respect. I would. He's, uh, unlike people like Danny Rose, he sort of held his hands up and went, yeah, I'm shit, I'm leaving. No, Danny Rose was going You just sucked him off earlier. I said three or four seasons ago he was the best left back in the league. He's shit now. He's still better than Ben Davis though, which says a lot. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're going to talk about Ondombele. The reason he's my absolute favourite, um, I think. I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Ondombele. I'm gonna go with Ondombele. Um, just from Eric's. the difference he's made to the Spurs team, he um, absolutely controls that midfield. He has scored several goals and got several assists for Spurs already. He already looks... I can't actually believe that um, we actually tricked him into signing for us because we are shit. So the fact that we actually managed to get him um, and the the amount of passion that he has to actually want to play for us every week is... Is this Moussa Dombele? No, Tanguy (laughs) Ondombele. All right. French international. Tank guy, he's that guy. He's my guy. My guy on Dombele. I'm surprised you were able to sign half the players you signed in uh over the summer. Well, who else are you surprised that we signed? Because we only signed four. The Celso. The Celso, so that's half. I mean, the Celso is um fair. He is class. He just needs to play more. Like you know, like like session one I got because he was he was like linked with Spurs as soon as he fucking. Step to foot on the uh, Fulham pitch. Yeah, I know. Fucking yeah. He, he, just, he just needs more game time as well. And Jack Clark just needs to be recalled from loan from Leeds and then uh, we'll be sorted. No, mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, there's actually no good in being at Leeds now because like, part of it was that Pochettino was, didn't mind sending him there because Bielsa was the manager. And obviously have the same ideology. Well, Poch got his ideology from Bielsa. But now that Poch isn't the manager... It doesn't matter. Is you a bit tense about Spurs right now? Yeah, I'm a little bit pissed off. Um, but you know, but there you go. Uh, Rafa van der Vaart is my uh, favourite Spurs player of all time, and uh, Tanguy on Dombele, my guy on Dombele, is my favourite uh, Spurs player at the moment. So I guess uh, that leaves uh, just one person. Um, this will be interesting. Niall. Take it away, son. Okay, so I have chosen of my two teams, Sheffield Wednesday. All right, so my my legend is uh, a relation of mine, uh, precisely, which which we brought up on the uh, on the podcast before twice now. So it's it's the third time. However, um, it's relevant. So it's my mum's dad's mum's brother's son. So, my granddad's cousin. His name. It's uh, very closely related. His name was uh, Johnny Fantham. No way! Wow! Wow! Yeah. Um, wow. 
Wow. And some sources say that, wow. that he's the uh, leading post-war goalscorer for Sheffield Wednesday. But Only some say that, though. But, yeah, well, I know. It's, it's mental. It's very hard to find this sort of thing when you don't know anything about football. Um, <laughs> he's got 166 goals, which is okay for Sheffield Wednesday. That was over 10 years, yes. though. Average. He made uh, 435 uh, appearances. To be fair, considering the um, time the time period that is, that is quite poor as a top goal scorer. But like when you consider like, all right, call that, call him out. I'm going to call him out. Like people used to score like loads of goals back then because football was shit and no one could defend. <clears throat> You could also debate that no one could attack either. No, no, no. It was more that no one could defend because that's why there were so many goals. That's why you'd have like five, four games every week. But anyway, no. Sorry to um, <laughs> roast your granddad like that. Well, not your granddad, your relation like that. Right. <laughs> Straight to the fucking point. <laughs> right. So yeah, that's um, what's that? I mean, it's your favourite current player. Uh, well, I was a bit torn between two. I quite like Barry Bannon. Barry. But my favourite, probably the other, or another Scottish footballer in the squad. Um, currently the top goal scorer, Sheffield Wednesday, who's had five goals this season so far, which is nice. Um, Stevie Fletcher. Stevie. Steve now, I'll first DB. I'm not going to tell you any controversial information about my granddad's cousin. So did I'm probably your granddad. Go on, his cousin. Did he shake loads of birds? Player. Sorry. Technically, he was a, a player. <laughs> was a player. <laughs> oh, was he? That's controversial. I'm going to tell you that uh, Stephen Fletcher wants... Um, oh, fuck. I found him anyway. This is a really good radio. Um, <laughs> on the 20th of January 2017, uh, Fletcher was one of three players sent off in a 2-1 loss um, at Brighton for uh, headbutting Dale Stevens. Wow. That's pretty much all I can find about him, except uh, when in, in May 2016 he was uh, fined for basically defending his, his wife, saying that um, Fletcher was fined for not disclosing that his wife was the driver when his car was caught speeding. Oh no, not another Alonso. <laughs> oh my god, not this again. Fernando Alonso is a fantastic... Uh, racing drama to be fair Marcus Alonso isn't there no 
No, he is not. <laughs> one Alonso is probably one of the best racing drivers of all time. And the other one... And we're back. We had a slight technical difficulty with uh, George's mic. But, uh... Don't yeah. call me out. Well, I couldn't not call you out because you've ruined the flow. Sorry, Daddy. And it's all to, your fault. It's all right, son. I'll avoid Tesco to solve his mic problem for you. Yeah, exactly. All fucking yeah. two minutes down the road. Other supermarkets are available. Well, they are, Not but I didn't go to any other supermarkets. I just went to Tesco's. Is it because Tesco's better or Tesco's closer? It's closer. I mean, Lidl's not that far away, but um, I don't think they have headphones there. So uh, they probably sell everything there. Yeah, but they probably sell really shit headphones. I think it's. I think it'd have been closed though. And the thing is, Tesco's I knew is open, and it is definitely closer. Um, and then there aren't really any other supermarkets near where I live. There's a Morrison's, but it's a good uh, thirty minutes away. So if it's a Tesco, really two minutes asked. away, and a. Uh... A Sainsbury's three minutes away, would you always go to a Tesco? No, but there isn't a Sainsbury's three minutes away, so it's kind of irrelevant, isn't it? No, I know, I'm just... It's, oh. So you would go to a Sainsbury's even if it's slightly further away? I'd probably go to both. If one was two minutes away and one was three minutes away, then I, I'd just go to both. both. They're in opposite directions. Yeah. That's fine, because to be fair, if one's two minutes away and one's three minutes away, then the Tesco's is only five minutes away from the Sainsbury's. Why would you go to both? What are you talking about? Because I can save money and I don't mind walking. On to the Sheffield Wednesday. You Um, don't mind walking, why don't you go to the uh, Morrisons, which is 30 minutes away? Oh my God. That's because that's 30 minutes away, not five minutes away. I'd have to walk six times as far. Quick maths. (laughs) Thank you. What's the next segment, George? The Sheffield Wednesday. So, um, gonna guess I hand you over to Niall. Niall. Oh yes, more talking from me. It's um, what we yay. love. It's what we want. Have um, there actually been any games? No, I don't know. But Sheffield okay. Wednesday. Um, I've been in a bit of trouble. Oh yes, because of they have been naughty now? boys. Um, the F F P F F P, which stands for not. Won't let me be or let me be me. So let me see. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, mate. Rate that. What? What's it stand for, Niall? Fucking financial penalties. That's actually kind of close. <laughs> Go on. Financial fair play. <laughs> so you got oh, you got a middle word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah so basically, they. Uh, I don't know why I said basically. I don't know why I'm starting a point because I actually don't know what's going on. Um, but there was some some issue about about money. They've, they've they've written one number down that they spent, and it's a, a different thing. Apparently. Yeah, basically. Different number. George, would you like to uh, expand on Niall's point? Um, I believe it was in relation to the... um To your mum. Football stadium. 
This is bad, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. I saw the opportunity and I had to. Uh, in relation to the football stadium. Well, I showed your dad. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, it's to do, it's to do with the fact that they sold the stadium, but they included the sale of the stadium from the 2018. From the year before. Yeah. yeah, but it happened the year after. In order to stay within some rules. Yeah, same within the FFP guidelines. <clears throat> right. And yeah, because of that, they're gonna. They might. They might have some points deducted. That would uh, pretty much mess up our plans to go see them in the uh, playoff uh, final if they uh, if they lost points. Yeah. It'd be very difficult for them to recover from that. I guess it's somewhat. It's better if they do it now. Rather than later on, because then they they can like they know what points they need to make up. Well, are they not always trying to win? Yeah, but obviously, if you lose eight points, eight points is quite a lot. Because I, I think that's what Birmingham lost last year when they broke FFP rules. They they got deducted eight points. I'm pretty sure they last season when it happened, they went from like just outside the playoffs to just outside getting relegated. Aren't Sheffield Wednesday currently on like something like twenty five? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, say if it, say if you did lose um eight points like Birmingham did last year, it was it was it was either eight or nine. I'm pretty sure. You would um drop down to seventeen, so you'd be eighteenth. Yeah, would be just uh, between. Just uh, between Blackburn and Huddersfield. Yeah, so that'd be a huge drop to experience. Yeah. Um, so please leave him alone. It's not worth it. <laughs> right, who's on Messenger? Stop putting messages. Oh, I'm not on Messenger. People are messaging me. I'm very popular, okay? Alright, why are you showing off? That's just not true, is it? Surely you can switch. Oh, I don't know. Do you ever switch like iPhone to do to silent mode, where you can still stay it's... on the app? I'm not on the app. The app's not even up. It just sends me messages. Oh, mute uh, messages. Messengers. Mute your messages. I don't know how to mute them. Hold down on it. On my laptop. Oh. Hold down on it. Make click the three. I'm on my mess. I'm. I'm on the. No, 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 I can't do that on the, the laptop. I did it before. I tried to do it before. I muted everybody. I muted the group chat, and then it still came through on the laptop. It's just not good enough, is it? Doesn't matter. I'm just not going to reply to the people that are messaging me. They can just be upset. So, yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, we'd really, uh, we'd really have shit our pot full if, uh, if we get those points deducted. It would mess it up a little bit, wouldn't it? Yeah. So. Almost as much as whoever's gone in the bin this week has messed up. Oh. Well. Very nice. This week. This week it's my turn to do get in the bin. And. Uh, oh. I had uh, I had a few like other ideas, but given what's happened within the last few hours, I'm quite emotional. So um, my get in the bin is Daniel Levy. 
That's that's fair enough to be fair. He can fuck right off. He, I don't even think I have to explain it. Well, you're going to have to. Yeah, you're going to have to. Give us, <laughs> give us a couple points. Um, you got petal paragraph this. He's a dickhead. I completely forgot about that. Wait, hang on. Petal paragraph. Okay. Um, yeah. He's a penis. What? He's an arsehole. <laughs> Sorry. Twa. Sorry. He's a penis. <laughs> I'm, I was going for the First alphabet, boy. <laughs> <He's a penis. laughs> petal paragraph isn't spelling petal. This is <laughs> second set English. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say I was in Reese's class. Were I was not too good. A level English gang. <laughs> so, me and I are better than you. I got a C. Weird facts. <laughs> so Daniel Levy, <laughs> obviously I've picked him because he uh, clearly can't run the club. Doesn't invest in the best manager that we've had in decades. Um, not even decades, like well, it's decades. I'm trying to think. I was trying to think when we had Bill Nicholson, but I think that was uh, obviously that was the uh, 1950s and 60s. So. You know, within the last half a century, we haven't had a manager as uh, as good as him. I reckon you should bring um, Adam Sugar back as your owner. I mean, the owners are kind of a, an issue, but it's not quite as big as Daniel Levy. I mean, there's so many problems with uh, just genuinely not, generally not investing in the club and just not paying players what they really should be being paid like they could go elsewhere and be on almost in some cases double um and in other cases triple what they're on at spurs so quite frankly you know the whole the whole thing is a bit of a joke and the fact that he's now yeah gone and uh basically made pochettino leave um i think it's through uh i think i was reading the thing and they said it was from uh it was a mutual decision but that just sounds like another word of we asked him, we told him if he doesn't leave, he's going to get sacked. So, uh, so yeah, my getting the bin this week, Daniel fucking Levy. Hey. Fair enough. Daniel fuck off Levy. He can fuck off, to be honest. He can Levy. He. I like that. Rate that. Moving on to the final section. Uh, we're not doing a results section because, uh, well... There's been no games, really. No well, international games. I mean, actually, there's been loads of games, but yeah, they're all international and they're all a bit, you know. So, um... It, all, all the games have either been dog shit <clears throat> or it's been, like, 9-0, 6-0 because it's the big teams playing against, like, San Marino, Montenegro. But, yeah, countries like that. Yeah. So we uh we might as well like uh, just talk about um might as well just talk about England because uh while we're English twice. smashed everyone we did uh well I mean you just said like you know they're playing against Montenegro like you know there are big results against teams like Montenegro um England had a pretty big result against Montenegro yeah six nil seven nil seven nil. Oh, seven it wasn't the it? fact was that Niall knew that and you didn't. You know nothing about yeah, football. Nothing about football Honestly, I was livid <laughs> that night. Obviously, I went Manchester that night. Um, and I got dragged out to bloody 
light switch on when the football's on. And the light switch on was shit. Honestly, back at home, you know our light switch on back at home? Mm-hmm. No. That was Jessica's, the Manchester one. Oh. So if you're narrowing oh. down where we live, we don't live in Manchester. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and what made it worse is the whole time I just kept checking my phone. Every time I checked it, it was a new goal. Yeah, I actually oh, had it did. on the telly. Because um, in my room, I have a telly next to my monitor. So I was playing FIFA. And watching the Manchester light switch on on the telly. I wasn't, actually. <laughs> I was watching the football, but I had the volume off because I was trying to concentrate on FIFA. And I, every time I looked up, another person had scored. So I actually missed all the goals. But yeah, uh, it was a good, uh, good, good game for England. Oxlade-Chamberlain got a goal. Harry Kane scored a hat-trick. Rashford got in on the action. It was a really bizarre own goal. And uh, Tammy Abraham scored his first England goal. So, the first of many. Hopefully, and I reckon that uh, it's, it's definitely not the last. He's a, a fantastic player. He will be the um, natural heir to Kane in his team. Yeah, probably. He's better than Wilson. Mm. So uh, as cool as uh, <clears throat> that lead against Montenegro was. Um, I think the Kosovo game was pretty interesting for one reason. Harry Wink scored yeah. his first England goal. No. What did you oh, say, George? I mean... The, was it the fact that the fans were really nice? Yeah, they were lovely, weren't they? Yeah. Quite a... Um, it's uh, quite a uh, stark contrast, isn't it, to what we had, uh, what we had when we uh, visited Bulgaria... Yes. We had, uh, on the one hand, we had uh, fans shouting racist abuse. And uh, it led us to doing a whole podcast based around racism. And on the other hand, um, we have fans that were, uh, you know, acknowledging their ties and relations to our country. They were just generally uh, being, you know... Enjoy. They were just generally enjoying the experience of watching some some football. Watching us beat them for. They were waving the England flags. They joined in with the national anthem. It was fantastic. They also played quite well, to be fair. They did play very well. I know it's a four 0 game, but I don't think it should have been a four 0 game. They sort of capitulated at the end. Well, we won four 0 but the previous two games we played, we won six 0 seven 0 So, I mean, this is it. So obviously, Harry Wink scored. Um, I was actually impressed with Harry Winks' goal, to be honest. Like considering how few he scores, he actually made it look very easy. And then uh, we didn't score again until the 79th minute. Obviously, Kane scored, got his record for scoring in every single um, Euro qualifier game. So is that is that something that no one has ever done before? Not for England, at least. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. It's still a, it's still an impressive record. It's still quite difficult to do. Uh, Rashford scored again, so that just shows again, like the di- like the fact that Kane and Rashford are scoring for England, sort of shows how shit Spurs and Man United are. And then, um, oh yeah, Mount was that um, was that his first England goal? Yeah, yeah, he got he got gifted it, didn't he? Yeah, Kane Kane basically just I think he intercepted the ball and then passed it to Mount, and he was just yeah, so much space. It's a nice then, finish. Um, oh, no, I was going to say, Madison obviously had his debut in the first game. Yeah, yeah. And Tamori had his debut in that game. 
which means he's now uh, not eligible for anyone else other than England because, well, he's played for England. Yeah. Oh, this is the point I was going to go earlier when I was talking about my favourite West Ham players. And I'll say very quickly, Roy Keane, I know he's already in our bin, but he chats so much shit as a pundit. Because all he banged on about was how bad Rice was. I mean, Rice actually had quite a good game. Like, he didn't... Like, obviously... It wasn't, it wasn't going to set the world wide, but that's obviously because of his role. But he, he was involved in two of the goals. And he did his defensive duties. Like he came back and you know, stopped him from scoring one-on-one with Pope. But no, like, you, can, you can tell Roy Keane... Roy Keane shouldn't be doing the punditry for the England games. He's Irish. Like, I know it gives an outside of view, but he just chats. Like, especially when you've got someone like Rice, who's so like, linked to Ireland because of the previous issues. Why do you have him doing the punditry for that game when a couple of years ago Roy Keane said he was the best player he's ever seen for Ireland? Whereas now, now he's with England, his, oh, his positioning's awful, his runs are awful, his defending's awful. He's like, no, Roy Keane, your, your punditry is just awful, which is why you're in our bin. One other thing I'd say is that midf- I think that should be the midfield who start for England. Maybe with um the uh, maybe with Madison playing for the Ox or Mount playing for the Ox. Because I think I think Winks and Rice actually did work quite well together in midfield. Yeah, they did. It was a little bit more uh, defensive, but it made it like a little bit more stable. Yeah, because like, you could have they're both quite good passers, aren't they? Uh yeah, they are actually. Um, for such defensive players, they do have um. They definitely have an option going forwards. Ne- the, obviously, the problem is neither of them are. Uh, I mean, like like Winks made that um, that finish look fairly easy. But I think that's actually only his third professional goal. Like he, he scored one goal against West Ham on his debut, which I I'm happy to mention because we came back to win that game three two, and I think he played one other game, and that's uh, they scored in one other game even. And that's it. So he's not prolific. I, I, I can't speak for Rice, but I don't. He scored two goals. I, was gonna say, I don't tend to see him on the score sheet. So one of them against Arsenal, which is as one of my favourite goals last season, <laughs> um, and then the other one was against Newcastle. Um, but, no, but, but, but then my argument is: you chuck in an Ox or a, a Madison, and you have Madison slash the Ox, Sterling, Rashford, Kane. They've got enough goals in them. Even Chilwell and uh, Trent could get a few goals. Or Trippier, if Trippier's starting. Like, I don't think you necessarily need the two CDMs, or the more defensive midfielders, to be scoring goals all the time. I'd rather have, like, two solid defenders in midfield and have uh, just a really good attacking midfielder. Any other thoughts on the England game? I actually didn't watch it. Oh, Reese! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Reese! Reese, Reese! I also didn't watch it. That's fine. <laughs> Outro time. So, um, thank you uh, all very much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. That's all right. Uh, if you haven't already. 
Um, make sure you uh, check us out on our social media pages. We're on uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and obviously check out the YouTube channel. Uh, still waiting for us to at some point record the uh, the uh, FIFA game. I think we should do that for Christmas. That's probably oh, a good idea. Special. It'll be easier to do as well because uh, we'll probably all be in our one place, so it'd be much easier that way. Um, so yeah, we'll probably do that at Christmas. And um, I've been George. I've been joined by George. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I've been joined by Reese. <laughs> Um, goodbye. And be joined by Niall. See ya. See ya. And uh, we'll see you on the next uh, the next podcast. Clap sync audio. On. Oh, George, even I did it that time. You're a fucking. Um. All right, I'll do it because I don't normally get to do it. And I always feel really left out. And this is like episode 14, isn't it? And I, I genuinely have never done it. You want to do so, the, uh, the countdown? Oh, I did a countdown. Because I've never done it. Okay. Okay. On, uh, I'm gonna, I've got a countdown from three. Yeah. And on one, everyone claps. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. You bastards. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs>